Okay. Well, you know what, Marquis Devereaux, you're the host of your show, Verbal Assault what, Livestream, woke up a little bit late today. We are a political style talk show that talk, talks with real people with real opinions on real issues. We hit from left, right, and center, and we tape in Brooklyn, New York, just off of Ocean Avenue. If you are across the ocean, we want to say hello to you. If you're across the avenue, we want to say hello. Whether you're on the left coast or the, the west coast, we definitely appreciate having you as part of this program. As you guys should know by now, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Twitch, and Patreon. We are listener-supported, so you are able to support us on Twitch or Patreon, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, contribute to the program. Those of you on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, and YouTube, as well as Snapchat and TikTok. Uh, if you would like to participate on the panel, we like having independent and right-wing voices. We're in liberal New York, so getting left-wing voices is no problem, but anybody that wants to be on the program, cast crew 212 at gmail c-a-s-t-c-r-e-w 212 at gmail.com and our production manager will reach out to you Joni our production manager is here in the studio she is working on the boards as a subject today on Monday we have the dilemma of housing and the real estate machine this is going to be a hot topic because Trump is our president. He is a man of real estate, and our Republicans have said we have the right man in office. Our left-wing people have said we have a thief and a con man in office. So the first question, um, but before we go to questions, let me introduce my panel. I have Rob, Ar Rob Arnold, who is a Republican. He's the sixth-grade grandson of Samuel Adams, yes, uh, the man that creates beer, who also has a lineage to John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Yes, they are presidents. No, he is not from Massachusetts. He is a Republican. You know, Republicans, Rob, do come from Massachusetts. There from are none in Massachusetts. Okay, you've killed. <laughs> there are none in Massachusetts because they've all. They'll say they're Republican, but they're really liberal, right? Yeah, a Republican in Massachusetts is like a Democrat in like Kentucky or something. Exactly <laughs> right. We don't even know what they are, um, and hopefully Kentucky's not making chicken anymore because it's not what it once was. But anyway, and I prefer my chicken baked over fried. Uh, I think you like it fried because you fry everyone on the panel talking over them. But next, <laughs> I will move over to Ibeck. Abdekar. He is an independent who originates from Kyrgyzstan. He is a Muslim who is from D.C. He is also a comedian and an actor. Dude, why, what is it about all these Muslim and Asian oh, comedians? say like that? Uh, well, you know, I, I know. I, I, so defensive. He totally is, right? What Dude. is it about all of these comedians that are Muslim? It, it, it's great to see you guys coming out of the woodwork, or should I say the closet, or should I say coming up? What should I say? The comedy closet? I don't know. Um, what about it? Because there, no right? there are no comedians in the Muslim world? 
They did that one movie where that one guy went all over to all the Muslim countries and uh, tried to find stand-up comics. Yeah, I watched I that. Find... I watched that. Yeah, you know, and like I love one. it. That is James Smith, our Republican, uh, our second Republican on the panel. He is from the New York metro area. Uh, he originates from Nassau County, Long Island, which is known for some of its Republicans, but not enough of them because they live further out in Suffolk. He has a master's degree in computer science and a bachelor's in fine arts. The art of cutting people off, James Smith. Why, thank you. Uncle that. Phil. The blade is sharp. Oh, my God, you're breaking my heart with that. He looks just like Uncle Phil. And I'm no, going I to... don't. I really don't. He sounds <laughs> like him, too. Notice you know who Uncle Phil is. Notice how the host uh, folks get <laughs> talked evil. over. And now I move over to our senior correspondent on the panel. He is Mr. Kirk Adair. He is an author. He is a historian. He is a professor. He will not be buried by the right. He has information on things that we are not supposed to be talking about on a blog because people will try to shut us down. But that ain't going to happen, right, Mr. Adair? Not at all. Okay, right, because I didn't tell anybody where we're at. And, if they, and if they find out where we're at, we're going to go to another location. Turn God, your Google you. find off. <laughs> God, we know who your favorite is. Today's topic is the dilemma of housing in the real estate machine. My first question, Trump is a man of real estate. Would you say he has helped uh, the real estate industry? Kirk Adair, let you start off. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I would say he's helped the real estate industry a great deal. Both he and his buddy Bloomberg. Um, and uh, most recently buddies. he's... Oh, they're buddies. They're not buddies. They're buddies. They're financial buddies. Bloomberg can't stand They're definitely Donald buddies. Trump. Yeah, well, that's Bloomberg because... he never liked Trump. He never liked Trump. So, Rob, why would you say that uh, Bloomberg and Trump are not allies of the same cloth? Well, I mean, there's... there's what they have Spit in it common, out, Rob. What they have in common is that they're both billionaires from New York City. I mean, they're both New York billionaires. And, and is that a crime or is that a plus? Well, I, I would say that success is a that's good a crime. thing. Uh, but... but that is where the, it all it starts and stops. That's the only they're very very different men. Right, and, because and, one is a self-made billionaire who who came from a middle class uh, city in Massachusetts, Medford, Massachusetts. Yeah, actually, Bloomberg actually, Mike Bloomberg had maids as, as a, like a little way, not as a child, child, but from what I've read later on. They were doing well enough where they were maids. It's not it, it, that narrative is not one hundred percent. Well, yeah, if you're if you're a but, billionaire, I hope you. Have. Well, I would say this to what yours to your point. Mm -hmm. I would say that Donald Trump and he, he got that million dollars from his dad at a very young age. A million dollars. You, you have Jesus, any idea people, how many how people at that age oh, get that million dollars and end up in a gutter somewhere? One million dollars. Um, he turned the million into one billions. Million. So one million. that million dollars, not a lot of money, really. Uh, so. Uh, I, I say Bloomberg and Trump are very different men. Why not, do you say one million? Only, not only by virtue of their differences in the money and how they came into it, oh, as you're pointing out, Marquis, mm -hmm. but it's they're just different in the way they comport themselves. I agree with you. I mean, very different one men. One million. Yes. And, and, but they have another similarity, which is, which is you need me more than I need you, so you'll shut up and take what I give you. I, and that's the attitude of all billionaires. I bet you don't feel. Hello. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You don't feel they're of the same cloth. What do you think the differences are? Who oh, between Bloomberg and um, their differences? Are, I mean, I think they're both scum. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's no. I think well, no. Why do we think they're both scum? Well, that sums up the liberal position uh, precisely. <laughs> what do you guys yeah, think about the future? Pretty obvious. Uh, they're, uh, they're both class envy. Okay, one second. I bet continue. Scum is this very strong word. That's something I associate with four hundred nine bathroom cleaner and the tub. <laughs> I, I, I would say they're worse than that. They're both tough. I don't know. I mean, the one is 
I mean, you look at the president. He's, I think it's pretty obvious. I don't need. To, I don't need to go into oh, that. I don't. I think Bloomberg is the same guy. Just uh, with a better suit. Thing. Yeah, just a different suit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's all it is. Well, well, size differently though. Okay, so from I'm the gonna, small children. I'm going to now move to Kirkadere. Uh, Ibex says that. Uh, Bloomberg and Trump are scum. What we do know that Bloomberg has served as mayor of New York City for three terms. We also know that he has created the 311 system, which is a system to essentially, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? To employ all those black and brown people that he doesn't want to work in his company. To streamline (laughs) city services. Who has ever heard of streamlining city services in Kirkadere? Would we not consider this uh, progressive? Pro-business? Go ahead. Well, I, you know, you keep going pro-business, pro-business. You know, what's what's the – there is no ethic in American pro-business. It's stick them up and give me everything you've got. So when you're saying ethics and streamlining, I don't think he streamlined much. I think that what he did is basically he cut out a lot of the – a lot of the ability to uh, – the oversight – all right, on certain committees and on certain projects. You're saying he cut out the oversight. Yeah, he cut out the oversight so you could get onto it. I mean, his uh, his own building is illegal. It's it's too close to the it's too close to the curb. He uh, he has a lot of buildings. Which the minute he came into that was building when he came into office. I thought that was Bloomberg LLP or well, whatever is it is. Business? The his build actual his headquarters. His actual when he headquarters. Was the mayor, he okay. actually circumvented the zoning to actually allow himself to build that building illegally. That's, That's a good point. Right. Bloomberg James. wanted to fingerprint people living in public housing. Bloomberg actually illegally served a third term by doing what he's doing now, by buying out every single representative that had the Absolutely. vote on the issue. So, so, so our Democrat, our Republican, our Republican are in agreement. James, would you feel the same way if Bloomberg was still on the Republican ticket? I loathe Michael Bloomberg. What do you loathe he, about him? He's the perfect example. He did not say loathe, folks. He said loathe, T-H. <laughs> the reason why I feel this way so strongly about this man is because so. he's the... The What's moniker they the moniker they give to the right Hello. about being racist is not as well deserved as the obvious stealth racism. You actually Turn mentioned quite off. brilliantly the fact that the type of racism that Michael Bloomberg engages in is akin to a great white shark underneath the water that's waiting for people that are trying so to James, tread in the So James, you're directing that question to Kirk Adair, that yeah. he said that. Yeah, well, I... Yes, indeed. Because that, to me, is the insidious type of racism that runs amok amongst the now, left. Now, I notice neither one of my right-wing people have answered the question, would you say that uh, Trump what has helped? What question is that? Exactly. Has Trump helped uh, the the real estate industry? I yes. Was, I was Look, ask answer. Barbara Cochran. Ask Barbara Cochran. Oh, this, if here she, we go. Every, every week it's the I same happen, thing. I oh, happen to he, respect a woman oh, of power. Lord. Does Barbara, it bother you? You know, the Barbara Cochran was... Me. No, Barbara, it bothers me that you have two talking um, points and that's all you ever talk about. Come okay. on, man. Come uh, actually, James talks about a whole lot of things. No please, personal personal. attacks. No personal attacks, please. Nothing uh, personal. Barbara Cochran oh, was you recently... personal with me, baby. We, it, Barbara Cochran was recently uh, robbed. She did something online. There was some type of email scam. Yes. Yes, she got ripped off and she actually admitted it. Yes. And she actually went to the public and said, you have to be careful that even somebody like her could be duped okay. and lose millions of dollars. Good, good point. Rob, have you ever heard Donald Trump admit that he's done anything wrong? Um, I think the answer is no, because he's so perfect, he never does anything wrong. He's, he's not kidding. I think, he's not kidding <laughs> no, I think, at all. I, like, think, he, I just want I people to he know would, he's not he kidding. He would admit. Do you if, have a shrine for somebody, Trump in your okay, in, in your house? Question here, dude. I have a, another <laughs> question for <laughs> you. All right, so, so I think the bottom Do line is, no? is he has a... An attitude that you can find with anybody 
who's worth millions or billions. They all have the same attitude, really. Okay. Uh, now, I mean, we, we don't really know what Trump is worth because Trump has never shown financial well, Forbes, returns. Forbes has him listed. He's worth at, more than all no, of us actually, here. Forbes is like Burke's well, we, we peerage. Can, I can agree with well, that. One yeah. second, please. Kirk, I mean, you were saying? I said Forbes is like Burke's peerage. It's a great work of fiction. Ooh. <laughs> Says you, but a lot of people actually, use it as a yardstick. They, 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 yeah, well, that's a rubbish a, yardstick. A rubbish yardstick. Okay, I'm going to say that there he's came a out um, an article that said that Did Donald you Trump the is Pete actually worth school about seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> they said it's okay. about seven hundred million. I bet. How does that me, make I, you feel? Give me a second. I mean, Go ahead, Rob. for crying out loud, just the damn Trump Tower, Columbus Circle alone is worth a ton. Is worth a fortune. Just that one. Know. Right, but you know he that Trump know Tower that. and Columbus Circle actually had uh, building well, structural problems. And well, they, for so a very long actually, period, actually, for a very long period, he had to bring in a feng shui specialist well, to correct I, their structural problems because construction wise. I don't think feng shui, feng shui actually fixes I, structural I, integrity well, issues. But your president did choose that. He positively had feng shui That's people your president. at Trump I Tower. That was the I they, love they God, God Emperor Trump, and he built so these magnificent God buildings. Look at you guys. Are you going to read It's class envy. They're scum just because they're rich. That's class envy. That's the thing that bothers me the most. That if somebody's rich, they got to be. Scumbag, right. they gotta okay. be automatic evil. for okay. that. And the thing is, they did the research about the guy that started Five Hour Energy. It would actually invalidate that argument immediately. Exactly. I'm going to ask God a completely Emperor different question Trump. because no one God really Emperor answered Trump. the question. Worship well, wait a minute. Is he good for real Worship estate? Him. I think he did a lot of good work for the real estate industry. He's built towers all over planet Earth. He's got his name all over everything. All a lot of people put used his planet name. They Earth. paid for the use of his name. He's done a lot of good work in the real estate. Uh, okay. Now industry. I'm going to move to Kirk Adair, who uh, the British side of him has allowed him to be very reserved and quiet. Mr. Adair, does it benefit America to make sure its citizens have a roof over their heads? Absolutely. Yeah. What, what is the benefit? If I, if I well, earn my why money, would why would one can't... even ask a question like that? Yes, of course it benefits. If people, you, you don't want people living in the street. You know, the, the, the thing they're talking about now, and they're saying, you know, that that uh, Bernie and the rest of them, socialists, 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 jumping and screaming. You know, what? Well, all he's tra- all that Bernie is actually talking about is making somebody a social democrat, like Denmark and like Germany. There should be, you know, if you're going to ask people, you know, 18 and up to go and die for this country, it doesn't mean they have to come back and live in the street and their family doesn't have to live in the street. Of course it benefits people to have a, a roof over their head and the ability to eat something. Okay, I How bet. How many homeless uh, people are there in England right Judging now? by yeah, what... Yeah. Judging by what Mr. Adair said, who is responsible for the current homelessness crisis? Oh. Is this is this a left situation? Is there a right situation? Is well, it a government situation? I, One second, please, Rob. Go ahead. I, I bet. Yeah, man, he's talking to me. Oh, Take it easy, know. brother. Take it go, easy. Go, go, go. Rob is passionate, and I love it. Um, um, who's for the homeless? I mean, um, the government. It, it, that's the, the thing. See, this is where I think we all disagree. Um, like, people love to point. Fingers, you know, say the left did it or the or the right, but at the end of the day, it's really it's all it's everybody, right? It's everybody. So what can we I mean, do there's we're all in what together. can we do? We got to work together. I don't know. I it's mean, like one big kibbutz, which is what Bernie wants to turn America into. One great big kibbutz, and I know you're the guy that's going to say, "I'll do my chore next week. I'll get to it." So, <laughs> so, so wait. Let me come back to Kirk. Kirk, what 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 needs Where's to my be sandwich? Kirk Adair, what needs to be in place? Where is my sandwich? for us to fuck? actually handle this? homeless problem what needs to be in place to handle this homeless problem well you need a, a whole series of things you need education you need a, a real education not what they're private hand- education or public or both 
Well, both. But, you know, the, the situation with public education is constantly being defunded so that the people with private education get a huge edge on everybody else. That's number one. Number two is actually teaching something in these schools instead of just giving them a, a minority uh, reading list. Well, what's a minority? Number three, by, you know, um, what I call the dot, connect the dot reading list. You know, George Washington was born in blah, and so-and-so was born in blah. No, there's a whole lot more that goes into that. Well, since you mentioned education, I know that you being from the U.K., how would you say that the the educational system in the United Kingdom is different than the educational system in the U.S. We were once a colony of the U.K. And so one would think our universities are modeled on a British system. Well, yes and no. Your your big universities, your Harvard and Yale, are sort of... The Ivy Leagues. Well, the Ivy League is supposed to be seven, isn't it? You've got seven of them that are... But anyway, they're supposed to be seven of them. They're modeled on... The Oxford and Cambridge system, which is actually modeled on um, the University of Bologna, uh, which is the one that founded before that, and the University of Cordova founded before that, which no one in the non-English or in the English-speaking world likes to talk about, because God forbid that something is better than the English-speaking world. That's number one. What about John Dee's influence on the modern-day universe? You talking about John Dee Rockefeller? No, John Dee, Queen Elizabeth's secret second-hand man, the original 007. Look it up. John Dee had undue I don't know what he's talking about, Mr. Adair, please. Well, he had had a lot to do with with the system as a whole. Uh, He was her secret agent. Uh, He... He was a notorious gentleman. And there was a hidden agenda. I think the elite system that he actually put in place so that we can always have an autocratic ruling class that are just on the periphery of awareness of the regular people out there was put in place by John Dee, which is what we do in our Ivy League schools. You cannot compare Ivy League schools to the rest of the education system in this country. Because what we teach in America is regurgitation. You're right. You're absolutely right. We don't teach people how to think. And the education system in England, I am sorry, when people celebrate this, it is a joke. Whoa, whoa. So you're saying the educational system in the UK is is the worst? worst. But those people are coming over more educated than us here. If you took a look at what's going on in terms of the escalation of knife knife crime and the fact that that they they have to import right now most of their intellectual capacity capital for them to run their most basic systems. You want to look at an education system that works? Look at Finland. Because in Finland there are no whoa, private whoa, whoa, whoa. schools. I am so there confused. No private schools. My, so <laughs> you're not allowed to send your kid to a private school. So everybody, whoa, whether you're whoa, rich whoa. or you're poor, so all contribute the same audience, amount of money audience, to the same school. Audience, you are hearing our one of our main right-wing correspondents saying that he supports something that's happening in Finland? Yeah, because is like, Finland like, not like a socialist? Like God, Emperor Trump. Like God, Emperor Trump. We oh, take what we works. Okay, wait See, a minute. No, no, wait no, a minute. No, no, you can no, keep no, no. your ideological labels James on anything. James, from the cafeteria of life experiences. James, you're going to vote for Bernie? James, one second. James, you're... I will never vote for Bernie, that James, come back at me. James, come at me. You were comparing... It, what one would call Tell a me. socialist country and saying that You're it still is sticking better. to these labels. They I don't not, matter. I'm not sticking to a label. It doesn't this matter. Is what socialist, capitalist, de- what, what James matters? It feels works. the burn. Okay, it yeah, works. not talking about Man, the system. We are going to so burn, burn, you lazy education. slackers, when God Emperor so, Trump oh, lays James, the smack down. Hold on a second, James. Go ahead, I give you a couple of things here. First off, I think James is 100% correct. There are some colleges that are... 
I feel the burn of you in my left ear. Right on, right on. I should be both so, ears. So, uh, so uh, it's you know, this in our education system, academia is really, uh, really just indoctrination chambers. Just it's just it's all indoctrination, and, and and that's a real problem. It goes to the regurgitation thing you're talking about, James. It's 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 they're all indoctrination chambers. But but getting back to the original question, which was about um, we brought up education as it related to homelessness. I think that the answer on homelessness here in New York City certainly is. I left for D.C. for a bunch of years. Why? When I came, uh, I, you want to talk politics on the airwaves, you, oh, the, right the on. D.C. Right market, on. you want to hit the D.C. So market. So you're saying our show so, should base itself so in D.C.? I left New York City, went to D.C. for a bunch of years. <laughs> when I came back to New York, I'm telling you, it had to be double the number of homeless people. Wow. I double. agree. I Unbelievable. Agree. I've noticed this since and, I moved here. It's just terrible. And then yeah. double, and it, it's heart-wrenching. People sleeping on concrete. Sl- and then the other thing is you saw a lot more signs for rent in the storefront windows. Wow. And my question was, what well, the hell the happened to my city? Lobby, isn't it? I asked, what happened? Hold on, hold on. Okay, but I the real asked, estate lobby okay. is has supported our current uh, commander-in-chief. Okay. okay, I'm trying to get to the point of well, the homelessness. Yeah, no. You get well, to the... Who, uh, uh, hey, so I said, As Kirk Adair gives us an eye roll. <laughs> Wallop! Um, so, so uh, that's I, the Rob, right side to everything. If they can't disagree, they want violence. Yes, I want to kick ass. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. okay, what happened? What happened to my city? And the answer was uh, Bill De Blasio. Now, everybody almost to a person says. But Bloomberg at one time was mayor and the homelessness was It got was a lot worse issue. under de Blasio is what. Well, I can tell you, I, I left when Bloomberg it, became mayor. It got a lot worse yeah, under Bloomberg. Yeah, something's wrong with the mic, by the way. But um, Anyway, the, people are saying that Bill de Blasio really stunk up the place when it comes to the homeless situation. He never really tackled the issue. I believe that the best way to handle homelessness in New York City is to uh, take some uh, a very little bit of money compared to somebody who's a billionaire like a Mike Bloomberg. If he really cared, as former mayor of New York, he could have gone see, well, 60 hey, miles north. Hold on. He could have gone maybe 60 miles north. And built something or purchased something, get the homeless off the streets, you offer them a place to live. You said this last week. You said this last week. Did I? But, but, and then but I, vocational but I, instruction. And but all I, but I, have, I have a concern about this. And, and Ibeck, I'm going to pick up with you on this. Um, we're talking about taking people and moving them out. And I don't know how this is any different than a Nazi Germany. Well, what are they doing suddenly, here? One second, please. That suddenly takes Jews and says, okay, we're going to move you from your neighborhoods and we're going to drop you here. Are you equating that, homelessness that, with the Holocaust? Uh, <laughs> I am not. Are we looking well, to eliminate? Like, the homeless. It hey, it was Rob's solution. idea. It was Rob's idea. Hey, man, it was this one of your a, own ideas. They can't afford to live here right and now. And I'm still making the a problem. You know, problem, the thing with the thing with so homelessness simple. is okay. Most of Why these people are James. One second, homes. James. Hold on one second. Nobody. Now you you guys have talked over me, and the point I'm trying to make is in Nazi Germany we have had Hitler take the Jews out of their homes and move them to concentration camps. In the United States, when we had World War II, we had the Japanese being interned into one area. The United States... And we're doing it now with the immigrants. Excuse me. It's a conflation. When you move people out of their homes, you create... A cycle of homelessness. Do you know why we call How it is homelessness? It's because we're not taking them out of a home. We're talking we're about taking, sidewalks. We're taking them off the street. Well, that's why it doesn't fit. And okay. we're not it's, looking to eliminate so them or to, ex- or to exterminate so great, them. Great, great. Okay? What great. we want to do is help them. And if you want to take right. a look at something, the amount of money that Bloomberg has spent just in this election cycle alone, just all the Democrats, if they spent and all Trump the money. And Trump is not spending money? Uh, look. 
I am a believer of publicly funded if elections Trump had like money, they have in England. Because that really whoa, levels whoa. the playing field. So you're field. saying – because oh, I had a question. If you question. look at the amount of money that they spent in the Democratic election so far, we could solve a lot of the homelessness problems in San Francisco. And in New York, but we don't. It's the re, but it's we the don't have a problem. With Why are you looking at one second? Their... I one second, I beg. We don't have a problem with homelessness in San Francisco and New York. We have a problem with homelessness in Detroit, New York. San it's Francisco, all over this country. Oakland, all Miami, Houston. Houston. I picked out those two San cities because they're Democratic Boston, strongholds. I picked Colorado. out those two because they're Democratic strongholds with mighty Chuck Schumer and powerful Nancy <laughs> Pelosi, <laughs> right. and yet they have people defecating in the I'm sidewalks the and people sleeping on the sidewalks, and you have junkies over there. But you're still not. So let's move on. So let's move on. But I'm, no, you said I'm avoiding something. Please, I'd like to take it head on because that's okay. what Republicans do. You're and that's what right. Trump lovers You're do. Right. We take it head Hold on, on and we solve the you problem. You also talk over everybody. Hey, Give Mark, me one yeah, second, James. Go ahead. I got a question. Go Listen, ahead. you're saying, oh, if, if all these Democratic guys um, would have spent their money on their political money on, why would they spend their political? Why doesn't the government? Your man Trump is in charge, right? Why he doesn't he? Why doesn't he no, set, he's set, no, set aside no, one like billion dollars to help homelessness? Bloomberg was what has he done York. for homelessness? Come here, let me give you a big hug. Don't worry, see, it's gonna be see, okay. This is but wait a minute, hold on. They're so children. James, they're but children. James, if you're being sarcastic, but if you were to give him a hug, oh that would show James a level. James is mad because he feels one, the burn. Because he would feel the burn. Okay, but James, he's voting for Bernie. I know. James, that would mean that you feel compassion. He won't tell you. And that would mean that you had a level of sensitivity. And I reject those notions because I think that to attribute. Reject compassion and sensitivity? Well, (laughs) what I will say right now is that um, these are American citizens. Bernie. They are tax-paying American citizens, and they're the human beings. America is Ernie. the sum total of the talent that we have within the confines of our great nation. So if somebody is homelessness, you are doing a disservice to okay. this great nation. Because you don't know if somebody homeless could actually cure cancer, solve some oh, engineering problem, or do something. So, so everybody deserves a certain baseline right in on. America. Right on. So you answered that question. I'm well, going to go to the next question. Hold on, James. Hold on, everybody on the panel. Since the creation of America, we have had land grabs at the expense of others since the creation and prior to the creation. The word I'm going to bring up is going to get (laughs) under people's skin here. I'm gonna bring up a few words. 40 acres and a mule, Ibeck, you go. What do you want? What? Well, that was he doesn't well even know what that is. I know what it is. <laughs> Come on, man. You're a Trump supporter. He went, um. Burn. Burn. 40 acres. Well, he feels the, the burn because what question? Bernie's going to wind up doing burn. to his backside. Burn. Okay. What's the question? So, one second, please. So, burn. 40 acres and a mule. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, reparations, of course. Not necessarily reparations. Oh, so that was the original idea, right? Yeah, what about it? Okay. So, uh, since the creation of America, if we were to give everyone 40 acres and a mule, would that solve? Any problems? <laughs> Hell yeah. What do you mean? As, as James last on the panel, go ahead. So what would it solve, Ibeck? Well, now or like if they did it back then? I'm asking you for your opinion. Just go with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, black people in this country have been disenfranchised <laughs> since the beginning. But right? Okay, but that was black people. Now we have Muslims supposedly being disenfranchised. We have women that are empowered but supposedly have uh, disenfranchisement. We have immigrants that yeah. we're telling our borders are no longer open. Go ahead. Uh, th- what, do you, what do you want me to say? That isn't. I'm not. Well, I don't know. Be so a better question for the professor because he has a yeah, wider knowledge base. The, there you go. Kirkadair Ibeck is down for the count. Go ahead. What? Forty acres and a mule. Uh, would that benefit? And would well, that it ha- would have if they'd done it originally. But that was if that was reparations in the Civil War. What you're talking about before that land grabs go all the way back to all those people in black suits with white collars that jumped off a boat in Massachusetts. Oh, so you're talking you, saying it goes back to Puritanism and colonialism. Pilgrims. Name one country that was won over without blood being spilled. Boom. 
That's okay. the answer. Well, I said I, one over. There you go. No, no. All right. I'm, I'm, glad, say to you, I'm glad that you- We're all in the real estate business. James, so some James, people please. do it at the end of a sword. James, go stick with me for a second. I'm you, glad uh, that Kirk Adair mentioned, uh, what, what did you say? The Pilgrims. Uh, Basically, you're talking about the Pilgrims the and the Mayflower. Right, exactly. It is said the U.S. needs immigrants for its workforce. Uh, the Pilgrims were the original immigrants and for its economy. Yeah, but they they were the immigrants, but they they weren't a major workforce. No, they they wanted the Native Americans to do most of the work, and the Native Americans did most. Oh, you were of the there. Work. Are you that old then? Uh, twice as old. Says the man who's a uh, says the man who has yeah, relationships right. to John Adams and John well, Quincy and, Adams. And my ancestors came in on the Mayflower, so I know a little something. About Prove it. it. Yes, and I had yeah, an oh, ancestor that came in on the Mayflower too. I want to see your birth certificate. Okay. Right. So go ahead. I want to see your birth certificate. I'm going to say it's very simple. Look, 99 people set sail on that vessel. And your people was and then one of them. Between the voyage over and then the hard winter months at Plymouth. There were two ships. That, there survived. were two ships. The Speedwell well, and the Mayflower. Mayflower. Yeah, but we're avoiding something. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the Mayflower. We're trying we're, to get to the bottom. We're talking about the asking. original immigrants. Why is it whenever right, I talk I'm to anybody to get, from Boston, the host okay. and this other guy from Boston, I'm trying to get to the bottom of your question, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is yeah. So nobody else is from Boston. Fifty-six survived out of the original ninety-nine, and they ran into the right Native American tribe. Had they run into six months? No, had they run into the Sioux? or the Apache, or the Comanche, they'd have been slaughtered outright just as surely as those red men were slaughtering each other daily. So it's not as simple as the white man came and stole the lamp from the red man. It is nowhere that's, near that so simple. So that's not what happened. And, and, and then the other thing is oh, um, I, I, I reparations. Is that not what happened? No, though, not from those pilgrims. Oh. Those pilgrims touched down well, and, no, and, and started pilgrims, farming. They became farmers. and they, they, Those they had to pilgrims help. became farmers because the area that they landed in was totally decimated by smallpox that had been given to the Native Americans by Portuguese sailors about 10 years earlier. Okay, there were issues there. <laughs> That's a very good point. So, so, so you agree with our Democrat? Oh, he feels the burn. I look at history. Rob as feels he the knows burn. history. Oh, I think it's talking about burning. Oh, Hey, you look very much like Trump. That time you're talking about burning, you're talking about your witch trials. Bernie, Bernie. All right, so and that's how Bernie Sanders, the Bernie Bros, behave. Yeah, Bernie man. Hey, um, what do you think about this? Burning man. Go ahead, Rob. Burning man. Continue on your point, Bernie man. All right, so I'm going to say that. And and I've got I've got around six minutes. The reparation stuff is, you know, for me, the 40 acres and the mule was the American Civil Rights Movement and affirmative action. You've got uh, massive no sweeping legislation. I know we might disagree on this. Dude. We're talking massive- about affirmative action? Well, yes, because we had massive sweeping legislative victories whoa, 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 whoa. on behalf of How- Colin Powell said the same landmark thing. Landmark legislative victories. One Colin- second, James, one second. You, you just jumped from the Mayflower to affirmative action. Well, because we're, but my question, uh, come back, because Republicans have a habit of doing this. They have a habit of taking a question, bringing up another group, and focusing you on the group. You were talking about reparations. I was. You mentioned the fact that uh, we can't always blame the white male for right. wiping out the Native Americans and Kirk and was very animated and in, 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 in was, was fighting to get a point in here. I want you to continue here because somewhere somehow uh, the original subject here is we're talking about real estate and we're talking about homelessness. Somehow people coming into a country being welcomed by a certain group and being fought off by a different group 
we 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 have this perpetual thing. It's an old story. We, we, it's an old story. So this is part well, of American history. You switched the subject. I didn't switch anything. You, you raised another topic, which was the uh, reparations. But I want you forty acres and a mule, I which did. is related to real but estate. But I want actually. you to re- I want you to take it back. Forty acres and a mule involves uh, em- it involves enslaved Africans. That's okay, it. and a commitment which across the globe. No, it, we're talking about slavery. Didn't States. start in America; it ended here. So, uh, did so, it end here? Oh, what? Enslavement oh, yeah. is still going on. Oh yeah, it's slavery ended here as an institution. A, I think this it is the country that stepped slavery up. Slavery ended as an institution in the British Empire this before the it ended in, that says in that the United ISIS States. Has been defeated. Yeah, you're 100 in 1807. Wait. I'm no, that's what the real that's what the real war of 1812 was about was it originally was to, to stopping slave trade they in said America. because you're taking sailors off American ships yeah, it rubbish it. but James, it was because the the Royal Navy chased slavers and hung them at sea and if they threw their if they threw their cargo over the side they hung them and sailed into which, harbor well, well, wait, 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 one second James one second please look at James one second please Rob you have a point. Um, enslavement is not a, a U.S. institution. It's a global institution. Centuries old. But, but James, born. James, you bring in a point where you say that it, it, the, it the war. In England you it said war of 1812 country. was a, a situation no, that, that was the professor's point, which is very uh, factually accurate. If everybody looks at their history, you can Google it right now. Where the U.S. Marines come from. The Marines come from the West African slavers and the slave castles, and the fact that they used to like ex- extort. All the shipping cal- um, lanes over there. The leathernecks are called the leathernecks because they wore these high-collar leather things yep. so they wouldn't get their heads chopped off by these slaving that, boats. Yeah. All right. England was the first country to recognize the right. moral... The moral You're conundrum, your, your, your the moral conundrum of slavery, and if you, you look at the history the of slavery, team. and the thing is, I'm when we have these conversations, we always bring it back to this weird black-white dichotomy. America is more than black people and white people. You're true. It is You're so right. many right. groups Absolutely. of people that come here and put things together. That have so many different circumstances, and not every black person in this country was a slave. And I'm sorry, I have to push back. Um, the civil rights movement and anything they did after is not even a close answer to 40 acres and a mule. If black people wanted to do 40 acres of mule and go after reparations, we would start a hedge fund. We would actually actively lobby the government for what they legally contracted to do with I the community agree and with actually, put, actually, yes. a, and actually put a hedge fund together and actually fund that hedge fund, disseminate the proceeds from it to all black Americans that can prove they're the descendants of slaves. Absolutely. That makes sense. That makes a great deal of sense. Yeah. We are agreeing on verbal assault live stream. Because Trump thinkers <laughs> think about We solutions. all feel the burn. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. Ibeck, you keep saying that, and I haven't heard anything more than that. Okay. So everyone, because Bernie visited him last night. He's still a little hurt. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. came and visited me. My bad. He got bed. a hug. Okay. So Ibeck, okay. would you we'll would do well on Super Tuesday? Though. I feel the burn. Would I felt you, the burn last night, dude. I got to tell you, I, I can't see anyone voting for. <laughs> I can't see anyone voting for uh, a seventy-five-year-old loud Jew. I'm sorry. Did okay. I sound anti-Semitic to the you, audience? You mean the guy that recently Get over it. I'm black and gay, so move on. Curb anyway. your enthusiasm is going to be our president, not. And, and, as, a, and as a matter <laughs> of fact, it's very unfortunate that uh, one of our correspondents is not here today. Uh, Mr. Sam, David? Sam Kuchera, who is uh, black, Native American, and uh, Jewish. It's wow. a shame he's not here today, but yeah. we'll just give him a shout out. So one third of so, them could actually speak up. <laughs> I, mean, on. I grew up in a neighborhood with filled with Jewish guys. I can guarantee you, none of those Jewish guys are going to recognize him as a proper Jew. Okay, there's nothing wrong with Bernie Sanders being Jewish. There's nothing wrong with like Bloomberg not. being Jewish. Of What's not. really interesting that no one's really talking about is how many New Yorkers are involved in this race. 
It is really odd. And it is like, it's almost like Manhattan versus Queens versus Brooklyn, the old struggle from the old neighborhood back in the day. There's some truth to that, yeah. Yeah, and seriously. Brooklyn, go ahead, I'm sorry, Rob. Well, I, I mean, I would just say, I mean, to, to, to jump forward from where you're at with that, it, we're, we're getting it narrowed down. After Super Tuesday, we're going to see, I'm going to predict, three candidates. You can see Mike Bloomberg still in it because he has the money to stay in. No way. That's true. I agree with Ber- you. Bernie Sanders is going to obviously be in. Your guy. That's your guy, right, Rob? Until after the election. Like He's going to run some of the tables on Super Tuesday. He'll probably get California, which is the big, big uh, uh, electoral prize. And then, of course, Joe Biden, who had a very, very convincing victory in South Carolina. So those are the three that I, I see. You, you said Joe Biden. You Joe Biden, said Bernie Sanders, and Mike Bloomberg will be the three remaining. You candidates. actually may have a point, and it's unfortunate because, you know, as an independent, I— you know, if John McCain were in this race, I would vote for John McCain. Uh, John McCain, to me, is not a Republican. He's an independent. I see Mike Definitely Bloomberg, actually. I, Mike Bloomberg has switched between uh, Democrat to Republican to independent it's an opportunist. to Republican. Yeah, political opportunist. Well, but Trump is an opportunist. Parasite. Trump is no, the Trump definition is, no. He simply of said, I no longer want to be a Democrat. Trump is like Reagan. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. I mean, the fringe of the fringe of the Democratic Party has basically taken it over. So it's Trump is a over. Democrat. But but we haven't Trump had was a Democrat. The Democratic Party went like batshit crazy. Trump was uh, uh, define batshit crazy. Um, thinking that we should have open borders completely. Who said? Open, who who has ever said open de- borders? What, children. What do you mean? Children, all the Democrats. Wants to talk. Mean, all all Democrats. Democrats. Hold on. All Democrats running for president on that primary stage raised their hand. Yes, when asked, do you want to give all illegals medical care? That is not open borders, no, my not, friend. How does how is health insurance I'm to illegal immigrants? The no, no, no. Wait a minute. Tell me how you get from the mindset. No, no, no. Tell me how you get from open borders. Well, they how you get that? What does that have to do with open borders? They fought Donald Trump tooth and nail about putting up a wall. No. no. What does no. that have no. to do no. with open okay. borders, Mr. Robano, this conversation, Rob, unfortunately, no is wall. not. Uh, one second, Ibeck. This conversation is not about immigration, but that mm-hmm. that that whole conversation Gotta about open houses. borders. We'll save that for Wednesday. Nobody, dude, but nobody, nobody wants open borders. Let's, oh, let's not a single the person, not a politician, not a single American in this country wants open borders. The wall is no good. That Trump wants uh, to put well, up. Well, who got so, the permission for the wall? The opposite of the wall. Where's so, the steel hey, coming so, from? So here we go. Can here I we go. Here up. we go. Let's go back. Let's talk about a wall. Let's talk about a wall. Can I just when, say one thing? One second, please. No, you may not. One, one second, please. When we talk about a wall on the southern border, okay, we're talking about brown people trying to come in through Central and South America. One second. But, but racism is not an issue. We're not talking about Spain. We're talking about Central. We're talking about Mexico, Central, and no, South people America. People trying to just rush on One second. Hey, Rob, one shut second. up and let the if man I talk. May. If I may. If I may. If I may. Let's put a, right here, man. Let's put a wall up on the East Coast. Let's put a wall up from Miami all the way up through Maine. Let's put a wall up. Why? I, I agree with you. Let's also put a wall up from San Diego all, all the way up to Portland, Oregon. As a matter of fact, let it go into Vancouver. Let's also put a wall up from Vancouver. Vancouver all the way to Maine. That's a when you have argument, a wall, when, a when you have a, rights. we don't have a problem. No, people We're, are not flying look, in here me, from Canada. As someone who is, as someone who is, you know, as, oh, fundamental, so but flying, if we don't have a problem, one second, you know what? You're onto something, Mark. Okay, okay when, go I'm not finished, guys. You're talking over the host. If I, if I discuss having a wall all around the country, do you know what that is? I got to switch to Kirk for a second. That is called a fort. Or a castle, Mr. Adair. Is this the we're period in the ancient time? Is this is, is this what we're in? Do we need to create a castle? I mean, remember the original discussion was housing and real estate. 
when we had kingdoms that were trying to conquer each other, these were about land grabs and power. Is this what we've amounted to? Well, you could say that, yeah. But you, you, th- when you're talking about the wall, number one. Why not the, have walls all over? Well, you put them where the trouble is. Wait. Go no. You do, first of all, you don't need a wall. You need immigration reform. You don't need yes. a wall. That's one. Two, you follow the money. Who's getting the commission to build the wall? Where's the steel coming from? Who is who is getting the commission to, to produce this steel? They're buddies no, of Trump's. Second. They're all Trump's buddies. He's when he talks about infrastructure, he's talking about funding a wall and throwing the money in a certain direction for Russian oligarchs that happen to own steel companies that are the ones that are supplying the actual wall to, to be put up. We don't need a wall. Are you sure you need immigration. No, first no, of all, you need, President no. Trump, President you need Trump immigration reform, and you money. need to be able to control the CIA in Central America to stop the nonsense down there that is causing the unsent. Not secure. Immigration reform is not going to change people walking across that border. Exactly. Okay. I, I, I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting a message from our production manager, uh, sorry, up. our director engineer, that we are down to... Five minutes. So I need to ask this question, and guys, I'm going to ask it real quick. Republicans, I'm going to cut y'all because y'all y'all will stamp out the composition. Real <laughs> estate. No real real estate. If you break it up, it's two words. My question is, is it real? And what is the value of the estate? Who owns it? Rob, I'm going to start with you, please. What's the value of which? Well, I'm sorry, what's the question? It's, the it's question a, was very a, clear. Real estate. Okay. Real estate. Real estate. Is it real? What is the value of the estate and who owns it? What was not clear about that? Well, I just, I'm, I just had, go ahead. So I say to you, repeat the question. You want to give that's me crap? Okay. Over. Yeah, yeah all that's right. So all right. it's uh, what I'm saying is uh, to that. I'll say it's whoever bought the land. Now, uh, I mean, when when they were here when, early who's on, they? who's they? When they, as in like uh, people from Europe that came here, they're on a caravan, right? Okay. And, and I'm between, giving you, I'm giving you thirty more seconds. Okay. So, so they're on a caravan, and then they get attacked by the Sioux. And is scalping and killing and blood. Did you say the word caravan? But caravan is a bad word. Well, I'm so you're saying Caucasians were on a caravan? Right. I'm saying so people were were. BYRC. But you said caravan. Okay, I'm trying to answer your question. You are answering my question, but what you're saying is that we had an issue okay, with a caravan before. Your qu- to- you're answering the question, and I'm I'm ad libbing, saying in that we had the but word caravan. We're having a problem with the caravan now. So what made it so? How come it wasn't a problem then? Well, because it wasn't funded by scumbags like George Soros back okay. then. So who was oh, people that were that whoa, were there all escaping. over the place? They know. So who's funding the caravan? Okay, who, yeah, who we have more that time. Guy? Fine, but we don't, right? So we don't. What that uh, was? They're 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 moving yeah. along. They came from Europe. There's wide open land. Nobody's on it. Okay, there. Well, that's not true. As today, what they could see. No, that's not true. When they were there, they see wide open land, and they saw maybe a few people, some feathers, and some a paint. few people Fake with some news. feathers. Oh my goodness! That's what they saw. Okay, They're, great. Well, There's a vast facts. land. There's lots of areas that <laughs> nobody was on. Okay. So then they get attacked by the Sioux, Fake news. or the Apache, whatever, and then afterwards they see somebody from the Cherokee tribe. And they don't know that they're the most beautiful people to ever walk the earth. The Cherokee are nowhere the near the, 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 the uh, Sioux or not the Apache. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry, Rob. I, I, think, I think you glossed over Nobody that. I'm, no, no, over I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you. Too many interruptions. One second, guys. Stop on the panel. You can't just get to Kirk Adair. Um, he says the most beautiful people, those beautiful people. My thing was is that he said the word caravan. We're having a problem with caravans now. And th- again, the question was real estate. We're coming into a place and we're saying we can make this our own land. 
How is that even how is that even possible? Why why is this something America is not taking responsibility for? I'd like only Kirk Adair to answer the question. I'm giving you forty five seconds. Well, you know, you you're still dealing with this myth of manifest destiny. That's myth. where it all comes from. That's a myth. It was started to uh basically justify the uh, European land grab and moving west so who in over other people's property. So who in Europe the, was grabbing the land? Well, you see, well the Whose English, the it? French, the Spanish. You, but, but, you know, if you're dealing with Los Estados Unidos, it was basically the Spanish and the, and the English. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention England because you mentioned French and Spanish first, but I'm glad that <laughs> right. you did because that is it. So um, let, let's move over to Mr. James Smith. I have cut you off a few times, but okay. who, real estate... Not real estate. That's not what I said. No, I understand your question. Okay. I'm eager to, is, I'm so, eager to answer. So the question is, is it real? Is it, it real tangible? Estate. And what is the value of the estate? Who has the value of the estate? The first part of your question is that it's all a construct like money. So the idea of somebody owning man, land because some governmental agency or some a figure of authority has a piece of paper, whether you're from Europe, whether you're from China, whether you're from Africa, it doesn't make a difference. It's the same old argument that somebody came in with a greater sense of power, a greater a greater agenda, and a little bit more muscle, and moved people off of this land. A little bit. This has been G going. This has been going on since people have been G around. Guns, guns. Uh, this has been going on since people are around. So is there guns, some sort of is there some sort of fantasy guns, ideological that somehow or another guns, everybody's going to give you a lot of every, power? Everybody's going to wait while well, read yeah. guns, germs, and steel. If yeah, you really want to get an answer, read that book if you really want to understand it. What I'm saying is that we're all focused on the evil Europeans, the evil white people. They did this. They did that. Okay. Uh, 3,000 years before that, there was a group of people that killed and wiped out all the white people. James, the people, that live, in, the people James, that live in Italy aren't the original Italians. Right. They were actually genocide. 15 seconds. Some, okay. So the and real, let's not forget Genghis Khan either. The, the, and the, oh, val the value of it is the value we put on it yeah, as yeah. a society, like the value of a dollar bill. It's all in our heads. It's, it's all, all in our imagination. I, I, bet, um, I am going to let you pick up on the next episode because we have less than a minute. And I know, okay. I know some of our guys is keep going and um? going. I'm going to thank everyone for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. We're coming to you from uh, Midwood area of Brooklyn, New York. We are so happy to have you all. As you know, you can have us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, and YouTube. And we look forward to you tuning in on Tuesday where we discuss the automation of America. Should corporate cuts substitute for efficient service? I'm Marky Devereaux, your host. Looking forward to having you tomorrow. Bye-bye.